Hey, this is Sam Duke. And this is Tell McHale. And I'm Joe Duke. We are here to check on you. You good, bruh? This is a safe space for men to express their emotions. We are here to bring a new and different definition of manhood, one topic at a time. We want to help create a new generation of men that are emotionally aware in order to improve these relationships. I know I'm trying to get good. I know I'm trying to get good. What about you? You You good, bruh? Hey, yo, it's your boy, Sam Duke. Hey, it's your boy, Tim McHale. And we have a special guest with us today on the You Good Bruh podcast. And we have Dr. Adrian White of Adrian White Therapy. Uh, she's, she's an entrepreneur, has several businesses that uh, obviously we're going to promote. Uh, but for the most part, we came to talk about um, therapy, uh, especially in the times of the COVID-19 uh, virus. Um, primarily, we're having, trying to figure out how to do therapy and how to um how is therapy executed right now um what are some of the modalities like what are you seeing in the market as well what are people afraid of we're just trying to put out more uh, relevant information that uh people can relate to versus what we see on the news because obviously uh we since we're on the 24-hour news cycle things can be not necessarily sensationalized but just drive up your anxiety and um, as we were just talking about before we came on, you, you know, it's one thing to be in the midst of something that could take your life versus the anticipation part of it. And, you know, what should people, what can people do to kind of lower the anxiety as it relates to, uh, what's happening right now? So I know that's a lot. I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of asking. Uh, and typically, well, typically what we do, we allow people to talk about all of their businesses. So let's do that. And then we can come back to that piece. I was just kind of explaining about, you know, what we were going to kind of cover today. Okay. So take it away. Cool. So hi, everybody. It's Dr. White. My first love is Dr. White Therapy Group, and that is the private practice group based out of Peachtree Corners, Georgia. However, as Mikhail mentioned during this COVID-19, um, instead of coming into the therapy office, we have several options for therapy. One, chat. So because of what's going on, sometimes people don't feel comfortable getting on the phone or hopping online, but we do have a chat option where people can kind of text or type some of their thoughts and anxieties just to have a soundboard to bounce something off of. A uh, phone is an option as well to talk on the phone and schedule a session to vent your frustrations, these dual roles that you guys are now wearing as far as trying to be a teacher, um, a parent, and work all at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Lord, I mean, you said dual, I think it's like a triple role. (laughs) Yeah, I was being a little bit modest. Because I I want people to have that space to kind of vent, whatever that looks like. And it's a lot. It's a lot. Before, if you were working outside of the home, or even if you worked at home, you kind of had that space. The kids are at school, they're at daycare, you know, my mm-hmm. significant other is here. We kind of have uh, a groove, a routine, a schedule. And now, like you your, said, you got your part of the house, I got my part of the house. It's, it's all on top of each <laughs> other. Right. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a little rough. Um, from my from my perspective this is something that i'm actually very fearful about um the the covid pandemic is one pandemic but the mental health pandemic that i think will come from this from us wearing all these hats from us being so like really is the stress i think this because from my standpoint i think i'm a very you know not stressful person like i try to keep it real you know even but I have probably been more stressed now in this, in this, in this environment. And I just, I'm scared for other people. Not, and I got it together. I have a job, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I'm not laid off. I I'm able to do things. I have spaces in my house where I can go, but for the people that don't have that, I am afraid. Yeah. I mean, it's scary. So the thing is, or like you said, people like yourself who kind of have things in order, it's not just about the virus. The bigger issue is the perpetuation of anxiety. And so when we think about anxiety, 
it's the fear of unknown. So day to day, hour to hour, week to week, we have unknown from so many levels. The person yeah. that's in the White House, unknown mm. about what he's gonna say. Our <laughs> governor, our mayor, what's going on in our specific city because different cities are now having different curfews. So right. to my introverts, my people who like, I was born for this. I've been had toilet paper on deck. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like people anyway. I'm kind of prepared for this. <laughs> Even they have some level of anxiety or fear or stress, like you said, because, all right, I'm good now, but how long? Because part of me preparing for things like this is I will be able to restock and replenish. And we don't know. Even before uh, we got the shelter-in notice or before we got on the 14-day lockdown here in Georgia, just going to Walgreens, I can't. I think I asked about the bleach wipes, and they mm. told me that they have gotten a significantly less stock as soon as things started to ramp up. And mm, it wasn't man. as bad here as it is, say, California, as we mentioned before, getting rolling. Yeah, work. Georgia is a is a doom doomsday prepper state. It, it, I mean, it's it's part of, I think the culture. The culture, yeah. It's, it's, it's business. I mean, all all. I mean, gun shows. Not and in, in the Atlanta area, Greater Atlanta area, there are literally three gun shows on three different sides of town. Gun shows and convention centers. Yep. And they sell out. Huge. And, yeah. uh, huge. And I mean, it's just it's it, there's a. Uh, a preparedness, uh, a gun range, like you can go and practice up in, in North, like it's, that's part of our culture. Yeah. I think for me, that's what my anxiety lies, is that as people, as their anxiety ramps up, desperation starts to kick in and they start making emotional, quick decisions that can take lives. So that's where my fear is with COVID. It's not so much, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm afraid of, uh, anybody in my family contracting the virus and having to go through that process, asymptomatic or not. Um, it's, it's the others, you know, I, I know what I'm capable of, mm -hmm. but I'm fearful of what they may be capable of and what they're willing to do in their spirit of self-preservation. And I think that's been my biggest fear. It's like the, I'm looking at my neighbor, like, I know, you right. Know. It's like you the closest one. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm watching you, mother. Like, like you, especially. Like, it's like, but it's it's as we go through this this thing. I think the, the unemployment, um, the inability to purchase the goods and services that you need to survive, because we've gotten so far away from agricultural type of lifestyle. Like, we don't. Who knows? People don't know how to fish. Right. You know, we used to make the joke about men not knowing how to uh, work on cars. Work on cars, yeah. <laughs> they don't know how to fish. They don't know how to grow food. Start they a fire. Start a fire without a lighter. <laughs> like, there's some basic things that people know they don't know how to do. And therefore, you know, like I said, they'll be willing to do things they wouldn't normally do in, a, in the situation that we're in. Um but that's enough about my fear. I guess my question uh, as I go through that is, what has been some of the things that you've heard, not to like, obviously not to expose anybody because it's HIPAA compliance issues, but are there themes that go through the, that you've heard as far, as far as what's happening or is it just kind of status quo? Like, you know, you got somebody got a little bipolar twink, you know, going on over here. You got somebody that has a little great depression that's just, like, what are, you, what are you seeing? I'm seeing a little bit of everything, to be honest. So people who are already in treatment for things like depression, anxiety, work-related stress, relationship issues, um, that's amplified because of COVID. And okay. then people who basically either graduated from the couch or people who never needed therapy before benefit from therapy because of the anxiety of, like you mentioned before, others. Okay, so my family and I, we're good right now. But because of things like huge layoffs and mm -hmm. so, like you said, it's one thing that's shown on the news, but then talking to somebody whose parent was laid off from a major um, hotel corporation and people aren't 
getting the opportunities to file unemployment. And if they do, it's extremely delayed. So it is it's likened it to a really bad horror movie. It has all the, the makings yeah. of putting people in a position to be very desperate to do very desperate things. And I think right. that's a lot. One of the things that I'm hearing is what are other people going to do? Because we have all the people over here. All right. We have, <laughs> we have supplies over here. But, you know, as my property is safe, am I safe? Are people going to become desperate because we're in a huge financial crunch. One of the things, I'm not uh, a Georgia baby. So one of the things that I love about being in Georgia is that you can be an entrepreneur. You can come here with a dream and start a business. Well, business owners are really struggling. So it's putting them in positions they've never been in before. You know, our service industries, our beauty industries, we're talking about here in Atlanta with all of the media and movies and music that we have people aren't able to make income so worrying about finances worrying about other people i am hearing an increase of sipping on the sauce people being concerned you know (laughs) i usually have a glass of wine or two after work but that's after i come home but i'm home 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 one o'clock 12 o'clock, <laughs> 11 o'clock, after I get the breakfast together, right before I hop on this call. Right, right, right. I might take the, a the, I might say the wine I looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking at anybody. But hey, Miguel, what's up? I mean, you ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> it's <man>. Friday. <laughs> You ain't got no job. <laughs> That's been my biggest struggle, man. I haven't, I haven't been able to drink anything. Oh. <laughs> I've been trying to stay away because, I, I, from my standpoint, if I was to able, if I was to drink, nobody would get their work. Like I work from home on a regular, and I just would, I would like my, my fucking meter would just go up too high. <laughs> it would just go up way too high. So, I mean, but on the downside, I, I, I think. I mean, what's consistent is that there's been an uptick in domestic violence calls. Um, I've heard about that. Uh, yeah. So it's like, so then that's a whole nother animal, especially if there are children involved. It's like you literally have to stay in this house with this domestic situation because who's going to take you in in this time? It, when you have limited resources, where do you go? If things ain't right at your house, do you have a plan? Do you have people you can? Because if you're not from Georgia and you got a situation going on, what now you know what i mean so i i imagine that um because we had a show last week we kind of covered some of our uh, strategies in terms of like what planning do we really have because nobody yeah how, how do you really plan right? how do you prepare for this not just we talked about it from the physical standpoint but from a mental standpoint what are some of the things that people can do to kind of deal with the stress that don't involve being intoxicated for 75 percent of the day like, <laughs> that's, that's Say it again. Overeating. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh all man. COVID snacks gone. And I got you know, <laughs> my snacks go like this right here. Shit, we just we we just read right, it up. My wife just walked through the door. <laughs> we just hit Costco up and uh. Yeah. Well, on a more serious note, I think um one of the things that can kind of help put things in perspective during this pandemic is kind of what you mentioned um, earlier, Mikkel, before we got things really rolling, is what is what is my purpose? What things can I do for myself now? So mm-hmm. the thing about America is that we are a go, go, go country. We're asking five and six-year-olds, what do they want to do when they grow up, right? So we have yeah. all this pressure on your five-year plan, your 10-year plan, and not that we shouldn't plan, but this situation kind of puts us in um, puts us in a place where we actually have an opportunity to slow the hell down. We don't have a yeah. choice now. So that to-do list that's been lingering, that self-care plan that's been thrown to the wayside. Give me, talk, tell me about a self-care plan. Like, uh, we, we give us, because our listeners, uh, some of them are new, so they wouldn't even know what that meant. Uh, yeah. So as far as self-care plan is what things do I do just for myself that feels good to me? 
no matter how ridiculous or time consuming it is, something that may or may not require money. Mm-hmm. So small things like it might be a candle that I enjoy, it might be two or three songs or a particular album that I like to listen to. And it's not in response to the kids getting on my nerves. I just found out all the COVID snacks are gone. It's not necessarily a response to stress. It's basically like your body's oil change. So it's planned. You should plan to do these things. You should is what I'm hearing. do small things that make you feel good. So sometimes when I talk to my clients and they say things like, okay, well, I got on my exercise bike today. Is that self-care? And that, that really is a personal thing. Is, did you get on your exercise bike because you're, you feel good when you're done? Or do you, are you getting on this exercise bike because the doctor told you to lose a certain amount of weight and you feel like this is more a chore? this maintenance right something that you're doing uniquely for you oh but see that's i think that's what my if i could speak personally about it my struggle is my plan was i would go to my gym you know you talk about getting out from under everybody making it my space like that was kind of a sanctuary for me i can go not just you know get myself in shape but also have some space and I can't do that anymore. And, you know, I got kids, so, you know, having, uh, you know, buck wild, butt nakedness in this house is not an option either. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's stressful on another level. So in home, I think if I can walk it back a little bit, what we have done is you know, electronic devices are rampant in this house. Um, I personally, I've started taking classes uh, through Coursera, like just getting a new skill. Um, and and me having on my headphones and in front of the laptop taking tests, I love learning stuff anyway. So it's kind of my escape. Like I've been able to kind of create a space where I'm like, uh, uh, daddy's taking the test. And you know how important the tests are, you know? And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, daddy. Like, giving me some room but everybody's not me you know what i mean and that's what i just i wanted to say that just kind of talk about how to create spaces um Um, go ahead just just to piggyback off what you said i think the first thing i did like when i heard this this stuff was popping off number one i was like i'm gonna need my space because i'm gonna lose it and then i was like okay i'm gonna need my headphones i'm going like just Things like that, just like, okay, you know, because cause my wife can't, she, she's one that's like, oh, you know, there's just so much noise going on. I was like, look, take those headphones, put them in your head. You know, the kids are going to be kids. They're, they're in the house bored just Lord, like you. Oh and literally the other, the, the other day is like my, my daughter, came, she was just like, I'm just so bored. Lord. Like I, I was like, be quiet. She's like, I can't be quiet because I'm just bored. Like I can't, you know, I'm tired of watching TV. I'm tired of playing with the the tablet. I yeah. want to do something. I want to go outside, and I want, you know, and I want to, I want to go to school, yeah. you know. And you can't, and you you have to understand. Like all right, so I've created spaces for them, and said, okay, you know, I know you're tired of your playroom. Well, I got a little space in the basement here. Y'all can come. Work out in this corner. I, I took my big weights and took the little weights and put them in a space and said, hey, this is y'all workout mm. space. You know, that sort of thing. So it's like now, all right, just like I had to create my space, I had to create spaces for them that are not their regular spaces because for some reason they no longer want to play in their playroom with the million toys yeah. that they have. You know, and they don't necessarily. Now it's like, oh, I don't really want to watch my tablet all day. I want to watch your big TV, you know, that kind of thing. So it's like you just kind of have to figure it out but that was the first thing i did is we and and we're still because what you messed up at is you didn't buy them a big tv for their room that's true that's true that That, was not our mistake we we're good (laughs) oh man all right you you go to your room and watch youtube i'm not dealing with that screaming (laughs) i don't understand kids youtube like i feel so old saying it but yeah amen Those are, are both really good points. Like for people, for your listeners who haven't created safe spaces, but everybody, not everybody, yeah. everybody, even the mm-hmm. dog need a safe space. Like 
It's serious. Oh my god, you have you seen those posts? The animals, <laughs> the animals are upset when people are at home. Have you seen those videos? No, right. I'm not. I saw that the, a dog, a meme about a dog, some dogs at a, a meeting table, like, okay, we did the COVID-19, now our families are home and they love us more. And uh, I was like, you didn't consult with us. Dig, it was, I've seen, there's a string of videos on social media. One, The first one I saw was a cat. And the family was home and the cat is in the middle of the dining room, just screaming at them. Wow, wow. Yeah. And they were like, <laughs> only thing they could figure out is like, okay, we're not normally home at this time. So it was like after that's yeah. like four yeah. or five days, that one, the cat was just like, so yeah, the cat, the, um, the animals, your your family, which which are part of the animal family, they need their own space. That's the key point there. We need to yeah. give them space too. We can't just grab like them and keep them with us all the time. Mix it up. But can I ask you a question about the difference between the way your maybe your male clients are handling this versus women clients? Is there is there like a staunch difference or is it just like, OK, just similar themes, you know, I because I, I can kind of sort of see that me and my wife are taking this completely yeah. different and. And I'm like, I'm trying to give her like little tips like, hey, you know, for me, I'm creative on a regular. Like I'm always like the space that I mean, the time that I have that I'm not having to go out. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to be creative. So I'm going to, you know, I'm I'm writing my I'm writing my mom's book. I'm writing my book. I'm, you know, I'm podcasting. I'm editing. Yeah. And and for her, she's just like, I just want quiet, you know, (laughs) (laughs) And, and, you, and you you guys know from just since we've been here, my kids just are all over the place. And so, uh, you know, do you see the difference between the way guys are handling it versus the way girls are handling it or guys and yes women? Yes and no. So for the most part, outwardly, the men, from my experience, they appear calmer about it. I don't know if y'all had like a group meeting of the minds, like, you know what, something's <laughs> going down one day and it just needs to be in our DNA that we're ready. Um, yeah. So yeah, I've experienced the men to be much calmer outwardly than the women. However, it also depends on their personality. So I, I have some men that I work with that they are homebodies. So they're chilling, they're going through their checklist and we're working on other things like relationship issues, work-related stress and how COVID has changed things. Um, Like I said, a lot of people are getting laid off, even though we, most of our jobs have the capacity to work from home, um, talking and working with business owners. This is is huge. So the financial piece really plays a part into whether my male or female clients react stronger. And then also those who just like to be out. I don't know if y'all got, y'all saw on like Instagram, they had police officers by a basketball court because they're gathering about 12 black men playing basketball. Mm. You know, we know we're supposed to be social distancing. So my male clients who are more physically active, like Mikhail mentioned, like not being able to go to the gym, like the physical part, but also just having that break away from home to kind of recharge so you can be energized to support and react, interact with your family. So that's been my experience. Outwardly more calm than on the man's male side, but then when it starts to hit some of the things that I call their self-care activities, like going to the gym, um, like being able to go to the barbershop. Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> not, oh, not man. The man's sanctuary. <laughs> so women, we, oh, gotta, we, I, we got wigs, I, we got hats, we got different things we can do. We got wraps. We can be creative. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of sacred get sacred grounds for men. And now, like that's not an option. My handyman, certain stores you can't go to. I mm-hmm. took my yeah. dad. To Home Depot and Home Depot was popping. So I don't know if more oh, popping, popping. <laughs> Home Depot it's is lit, been, and, lit. and it's Love very Home lit Depot. at Home Depot. Yes. I, was <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, 
Well, I mean, just full transparency. Like, that's what we've been doing. It's like we're creating our outdoor spaces yeah. and, you know, sprucing up the way the house looks on the inside, and it's outside, Project Central. around. It, oh, yeah. It's pro- I mean, you got the time to do it, you know, and and, and you don't necessarily, you know, D- DIY, YouTube. Yeah. You know, you can kind of learn to do things on yeah. your own. We doing a whole fire pit, Mikhail. A, fo- a whole fire pit. <laughs> and we're almost done. We're probably a week out. And so it's like literally you're you're finding things to do. And Home Depot has been one of those businesses that have been on the on the rise. I was going to ask you, has, has your services been on the rise since this has been going on? Again, complicated question for me. Um, yes, it's been on the rise as far as current clients are still coming and then new clients are popping up. However, for my team, it's kind of hit or miss. I have some people who are getting a lot of new clients, referrals, friends of friends saying, hey, this is the time while you're at home and you don't have to worry about the commute or traffic, hop online or do a phone call. And then some clients like OG clients that are like, if I can't sit on my couch and have that oh, face man. to face, right. I'm with it. Why? At wow. least 10 people have said that. Like, what about a phone call? No, thank you. I'm gonna ride the sun. I'm gonna ride the storm, and that's the scary part for me. As you guys mentioned before, COVID is one thing in and of itself. It's very disappointing because we we knew about this in December, you yeah. know, in April. Yeah, but that's yeah. I guess that's neither here nor there right now. But the mental health uh, situation, technically, we are we were entering a mental health crisis for the last three years. How about to say years? Yeah years years and so the tool we use to diagnose people with whatever mental health disorder the diagnostic and statistical manual it changed in 2013 so we're seven years into a new way of diagnosing people yeah new criteria and our medical centers our hospitals they're they're still catching up they're still recognizing or even being open to the fact that certain things are diagnosable, which isn't a bad thing. If we if we can name it, then we can treat it. Right. If we know what it is, we can help it. So it is good that people are coming in now because they have the time and they don't feel like they actually have any excuses. The scary part is sometimes people have waited so long to get the help that they need that this situation is just making it worse mm-hmm. and them not being able to wow. physically come in and hear the relaxing music and have some beer yeah, or water it's, with you. It's, it's, it's a vibe, man. Therapy, for the people that are listening, man, therapy is a vibe from the time you hit the door. Yep. Literally, you walk you like, in uh, and you hear the, like, <laughs> The water trickling. You're like, this is this and, is different. And, this is gonna be different. Yes, it's the same <laughs> yes, my life right now. So yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a vibe. And so once again, when we talk about creating spaces, you may have to create that yeah. vibe in your home, and then you get on and talk to Doctor White. Absolutely, I think that's what? a fantastic idea. So the the vibe we tried to create at Doctor White Therapy Group is spa meets jazz kind of situation mm. so you got your kind of aromatherapy mm. you usually have some quiet jazz music you have your options of water coffee tea but you're exactly right sam those are things that we want to empower people to do at home with or without a therapist because it's a lot it's a lot on people's plate um utilizing that creativity thinking outside the box making a decision if you guys are going to be a total home person or if you're comfortable going in your backyard or going outside do you have masks or equipment for you and your children because that's going to make a difference in your plan so like with Mikkel not physically being able to go to the gym and you know we all know that Mikkel's a nerd so he Bam. <laughs> Hell yeah. you know Hell yeah. his blur powers and you know the beautiful thing about what he has shared before is not only is he engaging himself care by embracing his blurred side but he's teaching his son his daughter the importance of you know you can be a mommy a daddy you can be a spouse but you also have to do small things that pour into you 
And so mm-hmm. modeling that, as he is, he shared, is huge. That's part of the work I do before and after COVID, like teaching people things we didn't see our parents do growing up that pours into our mental health and help us have balance. Right. They just worked, 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 slept, 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 drank, drank, drank. And, and, and that's it. And that, yeah, re, re, repeat. If, I cry, if I'm tired, if I'm stressed or I'm anxious, something's wrong with me because this is what I didn't see. I didn't see moms take breaks. I didn't see dad continue their education, even though they have about 15 degrees over there and credentials and all of that. Hey, I, I know, right? Hey. <laughs> but uh, having my dad sit down and say, hey, this is something that daddy is doing um, to make him feel good. He likes learning more. And you know how important tests are. As small as that sound, that's huge. And I hope some of your listeners are t- are taking um, note about that as far as things they can do. So I can embrace my blurred side and do something inside. Or if I can't go to the gym, I can make my own gym. And yeah. tons of fitness gurus, even Nike, have uh, free outside and indoor workouts that not only we can do to continue to um, contribute to our physical health, because we know the mental and physical and spiritual, of course, are all connected. So things like symptoms of depression and anxiety, you ever saw anybody having a panic attack and doing sprints at the same time? Mm. No, because it's physically impossible. Mm. (laughs) That fight or flight response start moving, whether it's stepping in place or stretching arms or doing a brisk jog, doing some sit-ups or push-ups, you stop that fight or flight response when you are active. I know that our whole grocery situation is a little, a little something, but it's a little tenser than normal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you looking at people sideways, you're like, "Hey, seven feet, motherfucker! Like yeah. six ain't six ain't <laughs> enough." And um, just circling back to desperate times, I did have a client talk to me about just one event regarding their experience. They had at a grocery store where you were only supposed to get, I want to say, two packs of the. 12 plaque of toilet paper mm-hmm. and they, they had six and then they had somebody behind them with two and somebody behind them with two and it was none left so she just simply asked could i get one of those because there are no none less left and the person was rude to her so yeah i mean and speaking to what mikhail had said earlier when he was saying he was thinking about other people i was like i'm worried for myself from a uh i'm like i'm an empath and i i hate watching the inconsiderateness that goes along goes on with the time that we're in and when i tell you i think we were in we were in home depot you know like i said club depot we're in home depot and i i i'm standing in line because at first they were letting people in and out of home depot like regular but now they're like no more than 100 people in the store and so, like, you have to stand in line, but, you know, six feet apart. And, you know, of course, the home. this is a stressful situation for the Home Depot workers as well. I'm sure they're not paying them more to no. monitor the line coming in and out. And, you know, this this, this redneck hillbilly, you know, comes, he's, he's standing, he come in the line. He's like way, way back in the line. He's like, you know, what the fuck is going on here? I'm just trying to get in the store and you know, see the price for, you know, X, Y, Z. And they're like, sir, you know, we can only let a hundred people in the store at a time, you know, please make sure you keep your six feet between, you know, each customer. And I mean, he's just going on and on. And I turn around, I'm like, look, they didn't ask to do this. Like they just came to work and that's what they told them to do. Like consider them like they're not, they trust me. They would really right. like to get your ass in here and the fuck up out of here, you know? Right. And so, you know, me and him kind of did a little, you know, back and forth. But I was like, but then I, th- I thought about it. I was like, the times that we're in, even then, like regularly, I probably would just ignore them. But because of what's been going on at home, this is like me getting away from my home. And then mm. he's out here just being an idiot. And it's just like, I'm sometimes I worry about myself in that in, in this this time because people not thinking about other people. Yeah the lack of consideration does increase the amount of anger that we feel. And I mean, anger is a natural, healthy emotion. But when people are behaving in ways like, like you said, going to Club Home Depot or Club Depot, 
that's your therapy in and of itself. It allows you the opportunity to give some of your creative tools. And then somebody is basically just busting into your session being rude. Your safe space. Yeah. So unfortunately. Yeah, now I was going to say, I think that that is, that's, that's right. Because there are people in our society that have a sense of entitlement that they feel like they have rights above and beyond the norm and they're angry too. Yeah. So if you like, like Sam, I'm a bully's bully. And if I see somebody uh, bullying somebody, I am, I, I used to be, I should say, I used to be quick to intervene or, you know, have something slick to say. Uh, but in my new version of myself, I have, uh, and it takes practice, Sam. It's not. It's not overnight, boy. <laughs> it's not overnight. <laughs> but I, I, that I'm saying, you. It did. Yeah, I was yeah. like saying when you were telling the story, I was saying I literally my fist, my hand was like this, like balled up. It's like mm, what I would have said right then. Yeah, you I know, mean, like it's just it, it's some practice, man. And and to to those that are listening, that we're not saying any of this stuff is easy to do, especially if you're in the habits that you're already upset. Absolutely. These are just these are these are just blueprints on what you can do in your life and practice. And then if you practice it enough, it'll become part of your your ritual. What? How many times do you have to practice it? Eight, eight or nine. If you do something eight or nine times, I can't remember which one it is. Um, it then becomes a it becomes something habitual. You understand how to do it. You already know how to get set up. So on. that's how you learn, and that's the part that I think. In all of this, no matter how bad it gets, you got to be open to learning new skills um, from coping skills to self-defense even like and, and, and also recognizing, you know, Sam, you're you're a father, you're a husband, your yep. injury could injure others and your family and unintentionally. And we have to kind of put those thoughts in the front of our minds as we go through this desperate time, because person like the gentleman that, that and I've used the term loosely that you ran into, you know, he obviously has a sense of entitlement and, and easily would have been offended that someone like you have something to say and that be on 100 because of COVID-19. Yeah. Yep. Cause are, you know, yeah. Cause if it, was, if it was my younger days. It'd be throw down central. I mean, that's what it was, it's like, yeah. it's easy slap. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Pow. And just <laughs> now it's world star. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, that's, 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 that's what it was back then. It was, that was, you know, you caught your own world star. I, I think that that's the, that's the part I want to, um, before we go, I definitely wanted to get Dr. White's businesses. Like let's, Yes. Kind of talk about that because they're all interconnected. Um, you mentioned we know you have the therapy practice. Right. Um, let's talk about the spa. Okay. So Bodhi Spa, and that's at Bodhi Spa underscore. Spell Bodhi for us. B O H D I. That is in Grayson, Georgia. And oh, so that's, that's right around the corner. Where, where, mm -hmm. where in Grayson? Yeah, after COVID. <laughs> okay oh yeah after COVID yeah you, 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 I'm trying to support I'm like shit I'm about to just drop that <laughs> I'm like right I'm, I'm all right now shit you can drop that and just feel the energy yes yeah. okay you know, just feel the energy but with smell the frankincense yes absolutely. <laughs> one of the things that I noticed especially working with men or women with trauma is that we get stress we get tension knots and so one of the things is yeah. that i've worked with massage therapists to come give some of the clients massage after their therapy session to re release some of those knots and things like that and so the more i thought about it and the whole mom body connection and there was the opportunity um to own this spa the previous owners moved like really thinking about how people coming out of their depression, coming out of their anxiety, what physical things would help them continue to feel better. And so at Body Spa, we offer um, full body massage. We also have, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar, the ionic foot bath. 
I've I've seen, I've heard of such. The, <laughs> the man in me is like, hmm, <laughs> I don't That's know. Not really worth a try. It's not necessarily <laughs> a pedicure. It's the least. That sounds very pedicure ish. But it's not. It's not. It's, 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 not. <laughs> it's releasing the toxins from your body. We carry out mm. a lot of things in our feet. So, yeah, from head to toe. Gotcha. From head to toe. So, we have those things. And then we have different uh, massage therapists that offer different specialty massages. One of our massage therapists um, specializes in sports massage. So, for my guys that are physical and need different stretches incorporated. Um, and then for Sony, she does cupping different types of massage as well and then we have two estheticians who does facials and waxings man mm, waxes mm, too manchines mm. all of that good stuff yeah, I, <laughs> so, the only thing now that's, I, I, yeah outside of that the the <laughs> The, the, the one thing you said, I was like, I was like, is it a female massage therapist? It's not a sexual we thing, but it is like that, that matters. That matters. It, I ain't no man massaging me. I was just. You make up a good point, which might be something for another show. Is um, we have the male. We initially started with the male and female, and when I was reaching out to people and talking about couples massage, I didn't realize that so many men were going to say, not only can a man not massage me. But he can't massage her either. Mm. So my uh, couples massage got canceled initially until I could have two female therapists. Mind you, they would be in the same room. Yeah, I don't care about that. Don't, it's my space. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, I don't care. My eyes will be closed. You can do what you want. I, I'm, right. Yeah. Have a good time. Party over here. That's, I know, right? But what ain't going to happen. Just not. Just not. I need a woman with uh, strong hands. That's it. <laughs> Or at least a good elbow. You understand what I'm saying? Like, because no, no. But thank you for letting us know that there are options like that. Yeah. <laughs> that that helps. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Bodhi Spa, excellent. All right, next you have. Yeah, you got another one, right? Also, the Hope Dealer ATL. And so one of the things um, that I noticed when I was working with different clients is that the therapy, the talking, the vibe, all of that is great. However, when financials is not in order, uh-huh. food is scarce, that Maslow's hierarchy of needs are just basic stuff, food, water, shelter. Yep, shelter. Now you're going to have love and no house, right? <laughs> <laughs> love is a house. You got to have the house first. Okay. Is it? <laughs> house of love, right? Right, that's right. Yeah, I got you. So... Um, the Hope Dealer is a nonprofit I created to kind of fill the gap between clients wanting uh, mental wellness services who are, can sometimes be like our working poor. Because I know me personally, I have health insurance and I think you take this money on my check, I want to go to the doctor and get what I need. But yeah. going to a mental health professional, professional based on your insurance is a specialty. And so sometimes it's not covered by health insurance at all. Mm-hmm. And so if finances is already an issue through the Hope Dealer, um, that's an opportunity for people to not only get therapy at a sliding scale that's more budget friendly. Uh, we also have partnerships with like Panera Bread and um, Walmart and Kroger where we're able to give gift cards and different things based on the, don- the donation. Um, that we receive either from sponsorships and also amazing people like yourself. So buying a t-shirt like the one that I have on today, Therapy for the Culture, um, more than half of the proceeds go to either being able to offer families and individuals counseling for free or on a sliding scale, but financing our women's empowerment groups. There are people who absolutely do not need therapy, even though I think it could benefit everybody, but different themes that come up like parenting adult children, um, dealing with aging parents, mm. um, colorism, mm. have, um, relationship issues, healing from divorce, dating online is our topic for Saturday. It's you have, you wait a minute, you know you have to come back now, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Saturday is return of the Mac. How do you right. navigate dating online or those newly single and things like that? How do you even date during COVID nineteen? 
So different things that's been coming up that are not necessarily therapy related, all of that is under the Hope Dealer. And we talk at different churches. Um, we go to the Boys and Girls Club and talk about stress management, anger management. So uh, the Hope Dealer is kind of like the untherapy. That's the nonprofit piece mm. where we can try to make a community impact. But that's it. That's all I got going on. That's dope, though. <laughs> yes, that is so dope. You got so many things going on, and we really, really appreciate you taking this little bitty time to talk to us. We know time is valuable, and I'm I'm really appreciative, and you, you I'm pretty sure my listeners and our listeners are really, really appreciative. You uh, give us your telephone number that they can oh, call yeah, if they yeah, need yeah. services. Yeah, if they want to talk to you, doctor. Well, <laughs> right now, the best way to contact us, since we are not in office, is email, and that's at info at drwhitetherapy.com info at drwhitetherapy.com is the best way to contact us during COVID since we don't physically have anybody in the office right now but we Checking do this, yeah, to answer the phones a scheduling line uh, that we've been rotating and been trying to get back to people as soon as possible and that's 404-834-3971 404-834-3971 and you see that wasn't a 470 number so this is not a new new business we've been in these streets be patient with the phone calls because if we're on session then you know we're not gonna answer the phone and we've been having a lot of sessions due to what's going on but email we usually can get to you uh much more quicker, quicker yeah yeah. All right. Well, that, well, that's good, man. Like, we, like I said, we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This wealth of thank information. You. Thank you for your time. Thank you <laughs> yeah. for your service. You know, thank you for being there for the community. I, I will. Uh, before we go, uh, I heard you said there's a women's empowerment group. Is there a men's empowerment group? Well, I was strongly advised by the men folk not to call it a men's empowerment group. So it's called Man Cave Meetings. Okay. Yes. Okay. And what I know for sure is uh, that there are different things that impact men. And that's why I appreciate what you guys are doing. I appreciate your listeners, male and female, because women need support and how to support you guys. And I know for men, outwardly, a lot of times it looks like some of you guys are calm. And sometimes it's because you actually are. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's because you guys are being strong for us. So I am so grateful that they have a safe space with this amazing podcast. But yes, the, the man cave meetings are specifically for um, men to talk about things that are uniquely related to men that you guys don't always have the space to talk about. And so they were um, here at the office, but Oroville Jackson is the counselor who's heading up the man cave and post COVID, because right now everything is virtual. Our groups are via Zoom, but post COVID, um, they're going to be at different places. I know he had lined up a cigar bar uh, before mm. COVID. So there'll be more community outings for men to kind of relax Collect. and talk about yeah. things and network. Oh, that's that's great. That's, that is really good. We may may want to see if we can link up with him on one of that's these these uh, man caves. Just to, I mean, I just like to experience it. Yeah, that was one of the things that Sam and I were just recently talking about is uh, linking up with various events because one of the things that I've noticed in the market is a lack of, I mean, men empowerment group. That's that's just what it is. But but uh, but on this because this is technically an empowerment. What we're doing with you, good bro. But it's just just a support system that's out there. Women have, I mean, and it makes sense statistically. There's more women than men. Period. So it stands to reason that you guys have more programs. It just seems like ours, especially for black men, are almost non-existent. They're scarce and endangered species, if you will. Um, and we're trying to find a way to propagate the species and have more conversation, uh, at least more brainstorming and more outlets for men. So uh, I definitely would be happy to participate in anything that, that's related to that. So let Orville know. and. I will. And yep. I, can't, I can't echo your sentiment enough. The reason I created the Man Cave Media is because I had two separate men that I was working with who were referred for anger management and they didn't mm. have genuine anger problems. You're right. But it was things that they didn't have any Mikhail, any Sam to kind of bounce things off of. Both of them didn't have a father figure in their life at all. 
and they so, didn't know how. <laughs> yeah, so they really didn't know how to connect to different men. And so one right. had recently gotten married and didn't know if certain things he was going through was normal. And so I've been a woman all my life. I always plan to stay a woman. <laughs> and I can relate. I can respect yeah, She identifies as a woman. <laughs> oh, but hey. This gender woman. All, all um, of that so matters. I'm him and normalizing these things. But I also recognize the, that, you know, I anatomically have these things that make it less believable that I can relate and respect what he's going through. Right. So I tried right. my best to put, like, some men together and just have them talk freestyle spitball about different things and I would just kind of drop different bombs that I knew um even one client man that I worked with constantly was getting his his manhood questioned by his girlfriend well you're not a man because you don't do this or you don't do that and Mm, not having mm, that mm, mm. kind of bounce that off of like it's a lot. So I highly echo what you're saying. I think that just as a society, we don't provide enough safe spaces for men to actually talk and support each other. That's why, you know, my biggest thing for your listeners is my concern about barbershop. I do know how, how important a barbershop is for men and how safe that is. And so um, that's huge. We're trying to create other safe spaces, but there's so much stigma to uh, men getting the support they need, um, men being vulnerable, men being no. open. Even it's, one of my men told me when I started the group is, what we're not going to do is sit on your couch, Dr. White, with a bunch of men and a bunch of sweaty balls. So I'll come to your little man cave, but I ain't sitting on the couch. So we had it in conference room. Wow. <laughs> and his next oh, So we have it at Magic City, but we, we never quite got that far. That was the call I needed. Yeah, you know? I know, right? <laughs> I thought I told you about that. No. Uh, I'd be like, hey. <laughs> in this bit. No, let me stop. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. Well, thank you for 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 everything. Even the thank creating you, the safe space for men, man. That's that like like Mikhail said, that's what we do. That's what that's what this is about. And you know, and for you guys that are listening, you know, don't just listen. Share this with somebody that you know that may need it. Um you know, hit us up if you have questions, concerns, or just want to. I mean, Doctor White is giving her information, but if you you want to go through us, link through, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Just you know, we can we can get you guys connected. Um, you could bro podcast at Gmail, uh, you could bro podcast at, um on IG, Facebook, and and Twitter. So um, I, I think that's it. I mean, I'm, I'm Sam Dupe. I'm good. Hey, I'm Tell Mikhail. I'm good. I'm Doctor White, and I'm good. Thank you guys for having me, and please be safe. Thank you. You do the same. All right. Just like that, we are out. Out.